Hello, everyone. This is Pastor Philip Beatty from Hartford City Church welcoming you again to our daily podcast during the Daniel Fast. We at Hartford City Church are participating in a time of seeking the Lord from January 8th to the 28th of 2018. During this first week, we are simply asking everyone to spend 30 minutes a day in scripture reading, prayer, and meditation. Then uh, beginning on January 15th, we're asking everyone during the second week of the Daniel Fast to abstain from food and drink except water between midnight and noon every day from the 15th to the 21st. And then from the 22nd to the 28th, we'll be doing the full Daniel Fast, uh, which includes abstaining from everything basically except fruit and vegetable-based meals and drinking only water during this time. Uh, so we will... If you want more information about that, you can check out our booklet that is at our website at hartfordcitychurch.com. You can click on the picture of the Daniel Fast, and there's a resource guide for you there to explain the fast a little bit more. Okay, so today uh, for our meditation, we're going to continue to look at the book of Exodus, continuing on in chapter 34. Uh, Last time, uh, we looked at a passage where God revealed himself to Moses and we looked at something that's kind of hard to understand. That's the fact that God punishes sin in people and even punishing sin to the third and fourth generation. It's a difficult concept. And if you wrestled or you struggled with any of that yesterday, then I say, good, Uh, continue to wrestle with that, continue to struggle with that. Because God is a God who is completely, absolutely, 100% loving. But that means that he is a God who does not let sin go unpunished that there are consequences for our decisions and actions in our lives and consequences that affect not only us, but our children and even our children's children. So again, I know that's not easy to understand uh, in just one little podcast. So continue to meditate upon that, continue to reflect upon that, continue to wrestle with that because uh, sometimes things are difficult for us to understand when it comes to our relationship with God. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't wrestle with it and doesn't mean that it's not worth it because once we wrestle with it, sometimes we come to a deeper understanding. Amen. And I'm thinking that you guys that are listening to this podcast, you're the people who want to go deep, right? I mean, you don't want to stay with just the easy stuff. You know, you don't want to stay with just the basics. You guys want to go a little deeper. You want to dig more into uh, the scripture. You want to know more about God and who he is. And hopefully that's your desire. And if that's your desire, then no, man, this is going to be a challenge. It's not going to be something that just comes easy. Not something that just one, two, three comes like that. Uh, but it takes some time for us to wrestle with. So we're going to go deeper today as well, all right? So again, I'm hoping you you that are choosing to listen to this podcast are ready to dig a little deeper and uh, consider some things that are maybe a little more difficult. Uh, but sometimes that challenge makes them even more exciting and more uh, fruitful once we dig into it. So Exodus chapter 34, we're going to continue reading on where we left off yesterday. This is going to be chapter chapter 34, verses 8 through 14, uh, Moses and Yahweh having a conversation, and we're going to learn a little more about the Lord, Yahweh, our God, as we look at this passage together. So here is your scripture reading. It is from Exodus chapter 34, beginning in verse 8. So Moses bowed down to the ground at once and worshiped. Lord, Moses said, if I have found favor in your eyes, then let the Lord go with us. Although this is a stiff-necked people, 
Forgive our wickedness and our sin. Take us as your inheritance. Then Yahweh said, I am making a covenant with you. Before all your people, I will do wonders never before done in any nation in the world. The people you live among will see how awesome is the work that I, the Lord Yahweh, will do for you. Obey what I command you today. I will drive out before you the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Now be careful not to make a treaty with those who live in this land where you are going, or they will be a snare among you. Break down their altars, smash their sacred stones, cut down their Asherah poles, and do not worship any other god, for the Lord, Yahweh, whose name is Jealous, is a jealous God. Wow. Now, some of you may have heard that before, some of you maybe not. The phrase that the Lord is a jealous God. The God is a jealous God. Wow, that's a concept that uh, is a little difficult to understand. Let's be honest, right? Because, you know, we think of jealousy sometimes as a bad thing, that we're not supposed to be jealous of someone else, that we're not supposed to give in to those feelings of jealousy. We know that when someone is jealous, they tend to be angry and they tend to do things that sometimes they'll regret. But people that are jealous are jealous for a reason, right? Um, sometimes the reason is good. Sometimes it's not so good. So there's a kind of jealousy where we just want something that somebody else has. That's not good because we should be content with what we have, right? Uh, but there's also a jealousy that comes in relationships, right? When someone we love is starting to look at someone else or maybe they're acting flirtatious towards someone else, we get jealous, right? Sometimes that jealousy is founded, meaning there's a reason for it. And uh, sometimes that jealousy just comes because we're insecure and we think everything is, uh, you know, something against us. So jealousy is, is kind of a, a interesting topic. You know, jealousy can be a lot of different things, honestly. And we want to look at what God means when he says that he is a jealous God. So if God is jealous, then there must be a way that his jealousness is something that, you know, is good. And that sounds weird to say that jealousy can be good, but we know that God is good. So if God is jealous, then there's his kind of jealousy is, is something that we need to think about and understand, okay? So first of all, whenever we just take our ideas of us and put it on God, we know that that's not right to do. So when we think of jealousy from our perspective, we can't just put that on God and say, oh, that's how God is jealous. We must understand first about God and who he is and understand it in that context rather than in our own context, okay? So first of all, the kind of jealousy we have when we want something that we don't have, that's not the jealousy God's talking about because God has everything, right? So God can't be jealous of something he don't have because God has everything. He's God. He made everything. He created everything. And if he didn't have it, he could create it. So that kind of jealousy just doesn't even happen with God. That's not something that can be a part of God. That's something that we experience as humans uh, because we're limited. We're not content with what we have. So we want something we don't have. And, and that kind of jealousy is not what we're talking about. So this kind of jealousy seems to be more in the context of relationships, right? 
So we see that God doesn't want us to worship any other God. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like that when you're in a relationship, you don't want the person that you're with loving anybody else, right? You don't want them giving their affection and love to someone else because you want it all for yourself. So that kind of sounds like what God is talking about a little bit here, right? God wants us to love him. That's what worship is, to love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And God doesn't want us to worship or love any other God. He doesn't want us to give our attention or our affection anywhere else but him. And so in that sense, we can kind of understand why God says that he is a jealous God, right? Because we understand that a little bit when we're really in love with someone, we don't want them giving their love and affection to anyone else. Um, But of course, when we get jealous, sometimes we act in certain ways that aren't really loving or aren't really coming from a place of of confidence and goodness in um you know the relationship right it comes from a place of fear so certainly god is not fearful uh, god's not uh, you know afraid god's not you know someone who's insecure and that's where the difference is so let's just be honest a lot of our jealousy in relationships comes because we're afraid or we're insecure but God's jealousy does not come from a place of fear because there is no fear in God. God's jealousy does not come because he is an insecure God, because he is fully confident in himself and who he is. So where does God's jealousy come from? Well, I think that God is jealous, meaning that he is protective and possessive of his children. He is jealous in a way that he doesn't want his children to have any contact with Satan or with other gods or with demons or with anything else. So in that way, we see that the jealous love of God is a protective love. And we can see that it's really for our own good. You know, it it might be like God wants us all for himself because he knows that that's what's absolutely best for us. You know, God used another example one time in the book of Hosea. He told Hosea to go and marry Gomer, who was a prostitute, uh, because he wanted to show his people the kind of love that he had for them. So Hosea, this guy, this prophet, he goes and marries Gomer, who is a prostitute, and the jealousy that Hosea has for Gomer is that he doesn't want her sleeping around with other men anymore. Because first of all, he knows that that's not what is best for her. And he basically wants to take her life and transform it and give her a stable relationship with a husband that loves her when she's been used to just sleeping around with whoever, whatever. So the same thing is true of of God when it comes to us. God knows that we have a tendency to just go out and prostitute ourselves with whatever, you know, to give ourselves to other quote-unquote gods. And so he doesn't want us to live that kind of life anymore. He wants us to be faithful to him because he is faithful to us. Does that make sense? Again, I know this is a difficult concept and it's something that you may have to continue to reflect on for a little while and uh, maybe even engage in conversation with other people about it. Um, You know, we need to talk about it some more. What does it mean that God is a jealous God? You know, it's funny because we sing that song, um, Oh, How He Loves Me, and there's that line in the song, He is jealous for me, loves like a hurricane, I am a tree, bending beneath the weight and wind of his mercy. And sometimes we just run over that, right? He is jealous for me. We're like, what? What does that mean? God is jealous for me. 
that means that God's love is so fierce, you know, sometimes like a hurricane. Sometimes his love is so fierce and so strong uh, that we feel like it could overwhelm us, like it could just almost just blow over us like a hurricane and almost destroy us in a sense. But we say that God's love is jealous because it's so powerful, it's so strong, it's so fierce. And so we need to understand that when we put idols in our life, those idols could be money, materialism, greed, wealth, sex, drugs, addiction, power, popularity, security in something in this world, that those idols are like other lovers to God. And God wants us all for himself. That's how much he loves us. So the meditation for today is uh, do not worship any other God for the Lord our God, whose name is Jealous, is a jealous God. So that's something we need to know about God. You know, we may not understand it completely. It may be a little uncomfortable at first. But let's continue to meditate upon the fact that God's love for us is fierce. God's love for us is powerful. And God's love for us is jealous in a holy kind of jealous way. Okay, uh, you wanted something deep, right? Well, at least I hope you did. Well, that's deep. That's something to meditate on, to chew on, to think about, okay? So we're not here for the light and easy stuff. We're here to dig deep. We're here to seek God at deeper levels. So uh, reflect on that. Think about it. Meditate on it. Pray about it. And uh, come back tomorrow. And we'll have some more devotions and reflections to take us through this time of fasting and seeking the Lord together. Amen. Pray that God would bless you today and that God would love you today and that you would be challenged to move into deeper levels of understanding of his love for you. God bless you. Have a great day. Amen.